Welcome everybody. This is Sarita at Soulhenge and in this amazing series we are talking to some incredible people who have healed themselves physically, mentally and emotionally using meditation and energetic healing techniques. And today I'm so delighted to introduce the beautiful Lucy Kaniso, sorry Lucy from the Nashville area. And she's got an extraordinary healing story, which um, she's come to share with us to encourage you all to understand that you can heal yourself through meditation. So hi, Lucy. Thank you so much for being with us today. My pleasure, Sarita. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. So tell us a bit about your story, because obviously what happened to you, you've told me um, your heart, um, your heart got broken physically in a way so tell us a story of what happened to you one day out of the blue well I just want to just start off by saying that I had prided myself in being a very strong physical individual and I handled my life through through life very physically I was very athletic I did things athletically to deal with stress in life. I kept myself in good shape. I went through life that way thinking, oh, everything's lovely. I'm very physically healthy. I'm very physically strong. I can do many things a lot of women my age couldn't do because I'm physically strong. Yeah, because actually you were running a swimming school, weren't you? Yes. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, so you were fit, okay. (laughs) All right, so you're going along in your life and how old were you when this this happened 58 years old right okay so i i mean i do did things outside i took care of all of our yard needs i was gardening i was i mean i did things that some guys don't do okay (laughs) i'm very physically very physically strong and i was very proud of that and um going about life and uh, actually, uh, we, I was working on my garden that day and just de- doing tedious weeding. Nothing, nothing strenuous, nothing heavy, just tedious work outside in the garden. And my husband came home from work and we put together some, some um, actual gardening, gardening things to put together to put in um, to to raise the garden up and we were making them out of wood. Then we went in and ate supper and cleaned up the supper. And all of a sudden I just said, I just felt off. I fell off and I started having really severe palpitations. Okay. I, I mean, I knew a little bit about yoga and, uh, you know, doing cleansing breaths. So I went in and laid down. I thought, okay, I'm going to go and do some cleansing breaths. And just wouldn't help. And I ended up going out and telling my husband, you know what? You need to take me to the hospital right now. And I uh, ended up in the extreme ER. We drove there. And uh, my heartbeat was over 250. And you nearly died, didn't you? Yes, I did. And they had me all hooked up to, you know, 
uh, they were ready for everything but they were amazing uh, they everything they took care of me they got my heart back into rhythm mm -hmm. I was on all these IVs it took quite a lot and uh, the heart specialist came in the day you know that I was in the extreme intensive care um, unit for uh, I don't know how many hours seven ten thirty Eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Probably about a good four hours. Okay. And then I would. Then they moved me to the um, heart um, floor for heart patients. And um, I. So what was your you know, diagnosis? My diagnosis was that I had. They call they. There's a, an extreme, really long name for it, but I don't know the name of it. Yeah. But what they said was it's called sad heart syndrome. Right. Okay. And so basically your heart was broken and yeah, manifested much, physically. Yeah. Pretty much my, it said, okay, I'm done. That was yeah. it. That okay. was, my heart was saying, you know what? I've done, I'm wore out. I've done everything for you. And you don't have to discuss it now. I mean, it's totally up to you. But are there incidences in your life or your childhood or that, that caused you to manifest this disease that you've now oh, of realized? Now, now that I'm aware yeah. and now that I've gone through all of what I've gone through for the last year, I understand totally where all of this has come from and how I manifested it myself. Yeah, but okay. it, I wasn't aware, you see. Um, and... And I just feel that, you know, uh, all my life, I always tried to be balanced in an unbalanced family environment, an unbalanced uh, first marriage environment, an unbalanced, <laughs> you know. So, just, was it, so, you, so you can recognize that basically your subconscious programs and yes, your, totally your subconscious feelings I, about yourself were creating a reality. It did, but I had no idea. It was a yeah. very, very needed rude awakening yeah okay so you left the hospital and you weren't in good health and they had this special vest on you that would restart your heart in case it all happened and um I, I, i'm going to i want to get to the bits where you're talking about your healing so i'm going to tell yes. the viewers that from this moment on you had basically suffered this incredible rude awakening and a traumatic yeah. shock to your system yes and then you started to become very anxious and fearful and depressed. So that was the next thing that happened to you. And how long did you feel like that for? And how did it affect your life? Oh, wow. It, um, yeah. I mean, it, when I came back home from the hospital, um, I was so weak that all I could barely do was eat and, and go to sleep, eat, go to sleep. Wow. And, okay. um, but the thing is, um, I grew up um, as a child. I have to go back to this because as a child, I was very centered and very aware of energy. Okay. And there was one time in my life that um, I was so close to it that I could feel myself, that I could feel that, you know, at one point, um, oh, I think I can walk through these walls. Which you know, we I'd now have, know is possible. Yeah, and I'd have these thoughts, but I couldn't have anybody to talk to you about, right? I'm like, how can I think that? But 
what happened was um, I always had an extreme uh, faith in God. You know, what God was, was confusing through my life. But I always had that extreme faith. And when I, when I got home from the hospital, that, that extreme faith in God, where yeah. I didn't know where I would draw from, I, I could draw from, but I, because of all the preconditioned reliefs that I had from other people and other things, it didn't resonate with me the way that they presented it. But, yeah. um, but now that I know the source field, field and the source, because of that belief, brought me things into my life after I, I would go on YouTube. Okay, YouTube was my, I, I let go of, of all cable TV, all stuff years ago. I never watched news. I never did that. Good girl. Absolutely. And, yeah. yeah. So I let go of that a long time ago. Um, but um, I, I was led um, very interestingly to um, Dr. Joe Dispenza. Yeah. So you were lying in bed and then sort of, you sort of started to rouse yourself and look for a way to get better. Yeah. yeah. yeah okay. And somebody sent me an email actually yeah. that said, well, you know, maybe you can do this because I mean, I was so anxious. I, I mean, I couldn't even talk to anybody. I, I had to, I had to cancel um, all phone calls from anybody. Nobody. I couldn't talk to anybody. I couldn't have any inward. Yeah, I guess because you'd faced the edge of your um, your boundary as a, a and a you were facing your own death all of the time, weren't yes, you? Yes. So how just uh, just uh, how long were you anxious for? Oh, quite a long time. I was very anxious. Um, actually, can I go? Can I go to a point? Because what happens was is it's 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 um to me. Um, I would come, t I would be led to something and it would lead me somewhere else. I would take care of that. It would lead me to something else. I'd take care of that. It would lead me to something else. I'd take care of that. And so this is, yeah, you, you it had was a process and it would lead me all around. And what, what, what we very first happened was, um, uh, led me to doc Dr. Joe Dispenza's. Okay. And I listened to his talks, but I couldn't, I, at that time in my mind, it wasn't resonating with me. Um, it was too much for me to handle it at the space where I was in. Okay? But the thing is, you could understand that there was, it, um, it wasn't resonating with you, but it must have been capturing your interest in some oh, way. It it's like, you know, you're following interest. your truth. Yes. Yeah. It was, it, it was capturing my interest, but the method in some of the things were just a little too much for me at that time yeah. because of, of my anxiety level. Yeah. So what happened was, um, and plus also I, it wasn't, there wasn't really anything practical that I could find at that time on YouTube that would help me meditate. You know, it would just talked about, it. it was just interviews of him being interviewed, which I was believing. Yes, that's, that's amazing. And it sparked my interest. And yes, that would be amazing. And <laughs> one day when I was like going on YouTube, I got, oh, there's got to be something because I would, I would go in and I say my prayers and I do my yoga and I do my breathing. And then I also learned how to do, to do um, 
uh, massage years ago. So I would do self-massage and reflexology on myself. And that was all that I could do, but I knew I had to do more. Yeah. And so one day it led me, believe it or not, to you, a meditation called uh, Renew Your Conditioned Beliefs. Yeah, that's Jodis. I think that's a Jodis Spencer meditation. Yes, but it was yeah. your your version. yeah the version of it. Oh my heavens, Sarita, that saved my life. <laughs> that's handy. <laughs> I'm telling you, I did that diligently for months. Okay. So what happened to you in that meditation for our viewers? You know, if they're reaching for something that's trying to help them to heal, what was it about? You know, because I'm very much, it's your fruit to pick. You need to find things that resonate and work for you. Yes. What was it about that meditation that called you to, to know that you were on the right road, basically? Okay, what happened was, is the way that you presented the ideas of how to uh, face your fears and how to let them go and how to realize them, it was all, I mean just writing it down, okay, face your fears. I mean, I had pages and pages and pages after months. I had a book that I just wrote everything down and, and how, how you'd say, okay, well, uh, write down what it is that you want to release to the, to the divine and, and, and um, all the things, how it made you feel, everything. And, and that process, before I went into meditation, and then not only that, it brought me close to the source, you see. Yeah, so you had an emotional you had an emotional response basically. There was a connection. What yeah. happened? What happened was it helped me to release all the stuff that was keeping me separate. From your connection to source. From my connection to source. Because yeah. pretty much growing up praying, I just felt like I was praying to emptiness. Yeah. <laughs> I think the thing connection. is I because I think, and see if you agree with this, is that basically when you're disconnected from source, you're bound to become ill because, you know, source is, is what runs through you and what makes you whole. And then if you're, you know, in resistance and separation, which is what fear is, you go further and further away from source and you're bound to become iller and iller because you're cutting off your power source, basically. Yeah. Yes, pretty much. And well, and that too is I was living in survival mode. I yeah. was living on fear on the edge. Like uh, now that I am aware, I, I was living like crutch, like a tiger ready to like respond physically to everything that I needed to. So because was your digestion bad and all? Oh, yes, your digestion well, was bad. Yes, it was yes, terrible, wasn't it? Everything yeah. was. <laughs> everything was <laughs> terrible. Yeah, <laughs> my liver was bad. My kidneys were bad. I had extreme, you know, I had extreme digestive problems. But the beauty of it was, and this was what it was, is as uh, the source would lead me to release more, and give me more uh, things. So what happened was, is in this meditation, okay, it would help me physically start releasing all of the blocks, all the blocks that I had. And my body would literally shake, shake. Oh, so it was shaking with the energy that was coming through. Through, yeah. Yeah, a lot of people have that when they get into a deep meditative process. It's a really yes. good sign that things are Oh, I'm yeah. telling you. Yeah. 
it was amazing. And at one time, my husband came in while I was meditating. He got scared because my whole body was shaking and he got scared. And I said, no, 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 you need to leave. This is, this is what I need. This is really good. And uh, the more I did, the more I, it, it released. I mean, I did this for quite a few months. Um, March, April, May, um, probably June. Yeah, for three months I did this meditation. Um, Plus, just to pause you quickly, and do you still shake now, you know, like a year later or two years no, later? Okay, no. so how many years? So, so you're shaking during the meditations. You've just started meditating. You know something's shifting. How many? How much time has it been since then? Just so my, the, the listeners have got an, an idea of timeline. Like how long ago was that? Was this, happened? yeah. Um, well, that was intensive once, but what would happen was uh, throughout the year, if yeah. I would go back and do a meditation, um, uh, let's say that I'm doing um, surrendering in love, yeah. Uh, and let's say something in my life every day, because I mean, when you're living everyday life, something comes up. Yeah. And no, so but what I mean is, was this a year ago or was this two years ago? Oh, this is a year ago. This is a, this is one year ago. Okay. Year ago. So you healed yourself in one year, basically. Yes. Yes. Amazing. Okay. Sorry. I'm just giving the listeners a bit of a timeline. Okay. So you're shaking, you're freaking your husband out, but you know, you're doing the right thing. Yes. And, um, as you're shaking physically, are you having emotional releases? You crying and things like that? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because I finally felt that I was in the safest place ever to be able to finally have some pure love that somebody would understand and listen. Yeah. Okay. Amazing. So, so yeah. you, I take you're meditating every day at this point then. Oh yes. Yes. Without fail. How many hours a day are you meditating? Um, well, <laughs> when I first started, it was constantly like I sometimes it would be two to three hours. Yeah. And also, you know, you're not alone because people that I've interviewed and students of mine, um, when they've healed from chronic disease, they have had to put the work in. They oh, have yeah. done two or three hours a day, sometimes all night if they're not sleeping and they've yeah. just sat with it, done yeah. their work yeah. and healed themselves. You've got to yeah. put in the time. There's no way around. Yeah, and the thing is, is that, while you're putting in the time, it doesn't, it goes by so fast. I mean, yeah. you can be in meditating for two, three hours and you're like, you come out and you're like, what? it's three hours later, but it's, and that's the, yeah, that, that's the thing most people don't understand as well. Meditating is the most interesting thing you'll ever do. People yeah. think meditating is, um, no, and no, it's no. so not that, so is it? That. Yeah, it's nothing like, and that's another thing what I really, really appreciated about um, Dr. Joe is he never put names on things to make any preconditioned beliefs come out and say, eh, eh, no, you can't do that, you know? Yeah, yeah. So that, it left it open for me to say, okay, you know, that was it. But I also wanted to share too that because I was doing a total healing, there wasn't just my heart that needed to be healed. All of the other internal organs need to be healed. A lot of other things need to be healed. My, um, you know, so what happened was, is while I was doing this in my everyday life, because I had a household to take care of. Yeah. Um, I'm so thankful for my husband. Uh, he took care of me financially so I could take this time to heal. So I took care of our household and, you know, while I was healing, but things would come up 
And I'm telling you, once you start doing this, your ego starts attacking you like you have no idea. Yeah. So and let's then, just tell the, tell the listeners a bit about what happened to you with ego. So basically, obviously, for me, what I see with people is once you open the door and decide that you're going to change and be healed, it's like you, it's war. Yes. <laughs> it's war between you and the ego because the ego doesn't want change. Your ego is absolutely delighted you're in survival mode 24 hours a day and yes. it does not want to relinquish control. Yes. So just so the listeners know, how was your ego manifesting? Was it giving you really detrimental thoughts? Was it making your pains worse? Like what was happening? Was it destroying yeah, your relationship? It was, it was total war. I mean, I'd be, I'd, I, you know, I'd do my meditation, come out, everything was good. I'd be doing the dishes and all of a sudden, wham, I'd have all these feelings come up. Like? Like um, overwhelming, uh, like an anxiety attack. I would start having anxiety attacks and and the one talk that you did about the monkey talk the and monkey the ego, mind yeah <laughs> mind and all that stuff that really helped me a lot because oh my head guys like there you go again and I would and in that other meditation that you taught about change do the change change you know you know you come to if if all of a sudden throughout the day your ego would start at you then you would just recognize it really fast yeah. and say change, change. But the one that really helped you most was, okay, I'm looking from behind and I'm seeing the ego going, blah, 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 and I'm like, you know what? Everything's okay. Yeah. I so you would stand, you would imagine you were standing behind yourself behind. and watching your ego mind chatter. Yeah. yeah. And I'd say, you know what? Everything's good. I have your back. And you, and then it, I would all of a sudden take a deep breath and then I'll go. That's well, because awareness brings about healing. You've yeah. just got to be aware and then and it, it will start to shift. Yeah. And what happened was then because that aspect, so, so I'm going through all of this process of healing everything, doing my meditation every day, doing um, more than once a day. Um, but also I did the stay present one that you did because my anxiety was so high that sometimes somebody some, I'd be watching, listening, I'd be listening to, and like, I even eliminated even everything except for listening to energy music. That's all I'd listen to, positive, yeah. good vibe, energy music. And all of a sudden, I'd have an anxiety coming again. And um, it, come, it came so heavy and so hard that I couldn't even breathe sometimes that um, I would do the stay present one. And yeah. let go of worry one. Oh my heck, those two saved me. Oh, I'm telling you. <laughs> I I I did. I it that's how God got me through through all the anxiety and all my fears. And as I was as I became more aware and went inward, they helped me to keep moving forward. Yeah, and I think the thing is is this is I mean what you're describing is you're doing your research, you're trying different meditations, and you're basically creating a toolkit for yourself that you can use. Yeah. You can pull out, right, I've, I've got monkey mind shadow, so I'm pulling out the spanner. I've got this, yeah. so I'm pulling out, you know, the, the present moment. And you, you, you now have a toolkit available. It's something that we never get taught in school, is it? And that's no, the same no. for me. It never goes away, the process of evolution. It's never going to go away. It's just going to become deeper and 
more profound, I think. And right. as you go more and more into your inner world, what happens is you see the bigger and bigger shadows that you've been carrying and holding. And so you need larger and larger spanners, but you get so used to working your, with your toolkits, like your old familiar toolkit. Right. And nothing is, you become a master of your craft. Yeah. Which yes, is and, and it's progressive. It's progressive. Yes. And what happened is, is uh, so that went on for quite a long time. And um, then I um, was introduced by you well i i would still listen to dr joe because i loved how he would interview and i loved that scientific part of it intrigued mm -hmm. me my my one scientific mind part of me yeah, yeah and so i like to listen to that um so but the practical side of me because i'm a taurus i'm i'm grounded i love to have the practicality too yeah um kept leading me to alternatives and i would be led to to your your site because um, I started doing the um, blessing of the energy centers. So what happened was I started letting go and being more of aware and all of my fears and all what was keeping me locked and letting it go and surrendering. And um, I I did the meditation surrender heart and peace one that was. That was amazing. But the thing that I kept uh, being aware of, once you're connected to the source, the loving source leads you to what you need. Yeah, and you, so true. What, yeah. And what happens is, is as you became, become more in tune with yourself and trusting your own self, you, go, you are led and you believe where you're led is where you have to be. So some days when I would turn on my computer, there you have it. And I would say, oh my heck, that's exactly what I need. <laughs> <laughs> so many people experience that though. It's that real trust. And also as you go into your inner world, your self-awareness obviously increases. And then you see the synchronicities that are lining up for you because right. you're manifesting them. You're manifesting the synchronicity. Right. And then I got to tell you that once I started doing this and my, uh, doing the energy center, I mean, it was like some days I would be in bed the whole day because I had done the healing of the energy center the day before and it was realigning everything in my body. Yeah. And I would have to go to bed and, take the time to rest because and how was this how was this affecting you know your marriage obviously you're you're healed now and you're healthy and your husband must be <laughs> so happy yeah but that's a hard road if you're married for a partner to, to sit with it's hard for you because you've got to spend a lot of time looking after yourself you know and, and yes. you know I'm not saying this isn't always the case but women have literally been conditioned to look after everybody else and put themselves last it's something I see a lot um, how did it affect your relationship? I mean, obviously, um, how and how's it? How is it now? You know, oh, it's it's amazing. Okay, what happens is, is um, whether we know it or not, people who come into our lives for a higher good, but we don't know it sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> and so um, my husband is an amazingly patient individual, and. He, but he's also a he's also a protector, and so um, so long as the the wonderful thing is is he started listening to Dr. Joe too. He started understanding, and he was on the process of understanding. And then he 
of course, because he loved me so much, he wanted me to heal. Yeah. Even though it was against all of what he was raised with, which was doctor, drugs, take all the things because medicine is amazing and it'll heal everything and go into the doctor will. Now, I'm not saying that it isn't because in, in um, um, extreme and medical emergencies, I'm thankful for the hospitals. I'm thankful. For I agree with you. Doctors are uh, second to none in, in medical emergencies. They're brilliant. In medical emergencies, I'm so thankful that they all are amazingly doing their wonderful jobs. But on preventive and maintenance, we are the healers of ourselves. That's and right. Our choices are, uh, and, and that's exactly what I chose, you see. I chose the way that I felt was going to benefit me the most, and that was go inward. And my husband would just be supportive, and I would send him a text, and I'd say, you know, I've done a meditation, and this has brought this up. And I need to heal all day today. I need to go, just do this. And he, he'd be understanding. So you actually were really communicating because that's very communicative, actually. Yes. So you were telling him what your process was happening and he was yes. respecting that. And you were yes. both being sovereign about the whole process. That's, that's an incredible achievement in and yes. of itself. Has your process um, created more harmony and balance and happiness in your relationship? Yes, because we're better communicators. Yeah. We see there's alternatives in life. And right now we see, um, we see the benefits of, of creating our future. Whereas oh, before we were living both in survival mode, so yeah. extreme. We loved each other so dearly, but we didn't know we were all wrapped up in survival mode. You know, so he was in survival mode as well. So basically, did you sort of you inspired him to pull himself out as well. Yes. That's yes. wonderful. What a wonderful story. It opened, story. Him, up. It yeah. opened him up to on his journey because what resonated with me might not resonate with him on his journey of healing. So um, I just would share him. I would send him links and I'd say this may, you know, may trigger something in you. And and then he would do the same with me. And now, now that we're on the journey together, we'd be listening. He'd be listening on his break. And he'd send me this. Oh, listen to this talk. This might just resonate with you. <laughs> Wonderful. Okay, um, so basically you're in the process. You're healing, healing, healing. And um, yeah, so, and that just got better. Your healing just got more and more and more. You got more and more healthy. Yes, and what happened was, is I have to, I have to say to you, what happened was, um, I, the, the meditation started going inward, gave me hope, gave me hope because when I was inward doing the work and in, in there doing, uh, connecting with source, that's when I didn't have anxiety. That's when I didn't have fears. That's when I didn't feel any, anything. So I just kept resonating to it. And so I would, my life was geared towards finding the next meditation that was going to get me to the next level. So what happened was, is you had the, your very first live meditation um, um, broadcast. And um, that's when I connected to, to not just the source, but all of the, all of the, all the people. It's you. incredible, it was, isn't it? Yeah. When you actually have never experienced that, you don't understand what it is like to be connected because we are such a society of being um, disconnected from yeah. everybody yeah. that um, 
when you actually feel it, it was amazing. So um, it wasn't just that, oh, you know, because of, of course, because we're human beings, our first in, intention of the meditation was, oh, I'm going to manifest my heart's desire and it's going to be amazing. And that's yeah, yeah. why I'm going to do this live meditation. But what the thing came out was, is I connected with you on a spiritual level and it was a higher level. And it was so amazingly moving that it wasn't long after that, that, um, that um, I was, that when, when that happened, I got so intrigued with, with what you were doing to helping people that I went on your website, I, I, I viewed everything about you, I saw where Soul Hinge was, I was like, oh my heck, I'm going to Soul Hinge, I'm, I just know Brilliant. it, I know that's where I'm going to go, that's where I'm going to be increasing my, uh, you know, that's where I'm going to evolve the next thing i just know it i just knew it that i i didn't know how i didn't know when i didn't know how it was going to come and then out. events just completely unfolded and you came to soul henge didn't it, it was amazing <laughs> i know <laughs> well it was amazing and the thing was it was so beautiful because not only that i wanted to i want to share with people about manifestation manifesting i went in meditation and I saw myself in meditation. I, in the future, not only going to Soul Hinge, but seeing my family, my husband's family, they had a little, little boy and I hadn't seen them for a long time. And we were trying to, I, I just kept visualizing everything in meditation. I'm going to Spain, I'm, I'm walking the boardwalk, I'm holding the hands of all of my nieces and my nephews, I'm hugging my little one. And also, I'm seeing myself dancing in, in a bunch of vineyards. And so, <laughs> <laughs> it was so amazing. And in not only that, in sun, a sunflower field, and so what happened was, in the process, the opportunity came up that I could come to Soul Hinge, and my husband was so supportive. He said, we'll make it happen. We'll make it work. You need to go. And I kept trying to make arrangements to fly into Bordeaux, and it just wasn't working. Yeah, I remember you could not find a ticket, or you couldn't find one that you could afford, or there was or, some massive thing you, yeah, really, it was you like, could I could it was if I could afford it, it would take me like four days to get back home. I mean, it was like extreme. As I can't do that, I can't. I, I just I'm not going to because I'm still I still had let go of anxiety. Like I wasn't having anxiety attacks, but I still was dealing with anxiety. Yeah, you weren't 100 percent. Yeah, okay. Yes. So and um, plus, I was also healing internal organs that would yeah. come up and make me sick for quite a few days. And so um, I was dealing with that. So when it came up, I was like, okay. And I, I said to Dial, Dial, I know that I'm not paying this much more money to get to, to France because I believe that uh, if I meant to go, it'll all work out. So nothing happened, nothing happened. 
And actually, I remembered you emailed me, are you coming? I said, I don't know, Sarita. I've we got set an intention together, didn't we? Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's Sarita. what we did. <laughs> I didn't even hardly know you then. So yes, we set an intention together and we both yes. we both decided to manifest, you know, at the same time on the yes. same day or something. And yes. we set the intention. And then the next day, was it the next day? Yes, it was the <laughs> next day. I can't, I said, okay, I'm not giving up. I I went and I found the old-fashioned way because now is everything computerized. Mm -hmm. I was trying to find and connect all of my flights on the computer. I called an actual travel agent, a person, and I said, this is what my needs are. This is what I can do and blah, blah, blah. She literally called me back and said, okay, guess what? If you can fly to Spain... I can get you a ticket for under this amount of money. I mean, it was so amazing. It was like the the cost was like under a thousand dollars. So, so it, were your family in Spain? Yes, my family's in oh, Spain. Oh my goodness! Okay, right. Yeah, yeah, amazing. So I never thought. Oh my heck! Fly to Spain and then fly to Bordeaux. I was thinking fly right to Bordeaux, and that's what I so, wanted. So when you were visualizing being with your cousins, you had thought that they were two different manifestations. Yes, there were two manifestations. And then yes. the universe put them together, and together. you did it all in a one Yeah. Yes. So what happened was, is it was cheaper for me to fly to Spain. I got to see my family. I got to spend a week with them. And then I flew from from um, Barcelona to Bordeaux and had a wonderful time. And I just want you to just just spend five minutes talking about the work we do at Solhenge because I think a lot of people don't understand this aspect of meditation. And I think it's important. And I'm not saying you have to do it with me specifically, but what we the work we did at Solhenge was embodied meditation. And I think this is something that a lot of people don't understand about meditation in general is that we're in these bodies and we need to be able to be in a way in a meditative state in our bodies, because yeah. that's why we're here in 3D. And this is why when you're healing in a way that you're healing, you know, you heal this amazing heart condition, well, not amazing, awful heart condition, amazing heart condition. <laughs> it showed you the way. You know, you had to learn how to be in your body without anxiety. Yes. That was it. Yeah. Well, and then not only that, this is what, this was what was amazing. <laughs> is, this, is the divine knew better than I did, obviously, what I needed. And um, to come up, get over a lot of my anxiety and my self-doubt in myself, because I doubted myself after everything happened, because it was like a total... Um, it was a total kick in the gut, total knock your feet from under you and a total reawakening that yeah. was beautiful because it showed me that I was relying on everything outwardly instead of going inwardly. Yeah. And coming to Soul Hinge gave me confidence in myself because I, I did it myself. You manifested it yourself. Exactly. And then you got here, I remember, and when you and obviously it was an amazing process it was just beautiful but then you left and then you got high blood pressure again and then you just went huh i'll just meditate that away and you did about a week later it was gone <laughs> and how are your digestive issues they're, are they all gone. better they're gone. gone how about your liver gone gone amazing because when you came to sohenge you still had your liver issues 
Yeah. Anxiety was getting a lot better, but you still had your liver issues. You still had your digestive issues. So basically you've completely and utterly healed yourself in one yeah. year. Yeah. And have you been back to the doctors? Like, no. Nope. <laughs> so you didn't even go back to say I'm all good. <laughs> no, no. I went back, I went back to the heart doctor. Um, and you know, I mean, I know I'm good. I'm not, thank yeah. you for telling me I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, the, the formality, I went back to the heart doctor for my husband's benefit. Yeah. Yeah. To get a diagnosis and check everything. Yeah. And, um, yeah. So, but I got, yeah, I'm totally, I'm totally good. Everything's great. And, uh, um, you know, of course, they tell you all the formalities of what they want you to do. And I said, uh-huh, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then go home I love you, and I'm happy that you're, you're there. And <laughs> so, so you're an incredible woman. I mean, what a story. What a battle. What a war. What a, what a win for yourself and your heart. And so um, if anyone is listening right now who has a long-term debilitating disease, they're suffering from anxiety, digestive problems, liver problems. They've had a shock. They're in trauma. They're sad. They're heartbroken. What would you say to them? Well, first of all, I would say that don't give up on yourself. And um, try to, even if you meditate for one minute, <laughs> you, you take the time that you deserve. And even if all you understand and and what you can comprehend do at least one minute of meditation and if you can um, learn by that and uh, whatever technique works for you, the individual themselves that that is great and do the work do the work Go, come do whatever it takes because it's worth it it's worth it and the divine the sweetness the amazing um journey that the divine leads you on is beautiful is beautiful and um there's and just remember that when you when you are may be struggling because you will um just love yourself learn to love yourself yes and that thing. journey of learning to love yourself and once you go and connect with divine and you connect with source you feel that unconditional love and because you could you because i i felt the unconditional love from the divine i felt i could learn to love myself and it was a process it, it just kept going and sometimes still when i feel that that um the physical life here on earth bombards me with certain things that I choose that I, it doesn't resonate with me. I will go inward and do a self love meditation where I will go in and connect with the divine and feel all of that divine love and energy come, come. And, and then it will rebalance my mind, my body, my energy, everything. And then when, when I'll just say, it's all good. Everything's good. And do you still meditate every day? Every day. Yeah. Would you every ever, day. ever, ever stop meditating again? No. no. <laughs> never, Neither ever, would ever I. again. How, how much meditation do you do every day now, a day now then? Um, it depends. Like 
um, sometimes I, I get up really early now and I, like I'll, my very first thing I do is meditate. I yeah. will meditate and sometimes, sometimes how I'm feeling, um, it may be just for 40 minutes. Sometimes it may be for two hours. Yeah, okay. And then I meditate at night and sometimes I meditate in the middle of the day. Like I'll find myself, okay, this has happened and I'll just say, okay, center. Yeah. And I'll just go center and I will breathe and I'll connect with my breath and I just will meditate. And now, so now you don't need the guided meditation so much because you have created your own road. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Like, and it's interesting, like all of these, these ones were amazing. I'm telling you. And, but the thing is, is people need to, I also want to share real quick, um, that meditation that you posted on healing your nervous system. I listened to that for like four months. And <laughs> I, but I think, I mean, I think when you're on a healing road, it's good to focus on one or two major meditations and go as deeply into them as you can. Right. And that's what happened is, is that's yeah. what I needed. Yeah. And that, that healed my anxiety. Yeah. You healed your anxiety. I healed my anxiety. Yeah. That method helped yeah. me to get to the point where I could learn how to heal my own. Yeah, yeah. So that's amazing. So hi, that's just an amazing story, Lisa. You're just an inspiration. And I hope if there's anyone out there that needs to heal anything, they've listened to your story and been inspired to begin. One year in your life is nothing to heal yourself of. Yep. How many years? 50 something years of, of emotional pain. Yes. So you know, well done. Thank you so much. Huh? I'm grateful. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing your story with us. And um, maybe you'll come on again in another year from now and tell us how you are doing. I will. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, Sarita. I really appreciate it. Take care. Bye. Bye. Mm -hmm.